a full audio experience. Okay. Hello. Elliot McBride. Welcome. You are now experiencing rapid fire drunken questions. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want everybody to realize Elliot was incredibly close to not not experiencing what I have in store for him, but he made the good decision. <laughs> Elliot. Okay. If you could turn into any animal, what would it be? Um, it would be an owl. I like owls. But yeah, it, it, it would be an owl. Why is that? Um... Well, because owls can fly. <laughs> I'd okay. like to be a bird. I'd like to fly. Any kind of a bird? Like, why an no, owl? No, but particularly an owl, because an owl um, can fly without sound. They're silent. They're silent. So. You would be a sneaky little motherfucker. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. All right. That's I, a like good that. I respect that about an owl. It <laughs> can fly without sound. Probably one of the only birds that can, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you were diagnosed with a mental illness, I read this paper. Fascinating. Okay. These people in like the 50s or 60s decided, I don't know the time frame, but they decided they wanted to find out how easy it would be to prove yourself as sane so what they did was they got a bunch of volunteers that basically volunteered to enter into a mental hospital pretending that they were schizophrenic bipolar whatever it was it was back in the day so they didn't really have classifications for that okay. and then they had to prove their way out and None of them, zero percent, were released after trying to make themselves seem like quote unquote sane. So, if you were inducted into a psychological institution, what malady do you think they would prescribe to you or ascribe? Right. Um. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I've always felt like I have a, <laughs> a mm, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> out with it. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I've Just always, I, I've always felt like I've had some type of social disorder. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not, I'm not really sure why. Like, I don't, I, I, I feel like I, um, comprehend things just fine yet I uh, the the filter before I speak mm -hmm. is is, um, is different is pretty big <laughs> I guess <laughs> so I think about things a long time before I before I would say them out loud um, but uh, for a, a mental disorder if I 
uh, I guess I don't really understand the question. If if I was to have a mental disorder, what would it be? So, I'll tell you my own. So maybe I'll like clarify. Okay. So like, what I try to think of is if I was, I've never been to a. Oh, I've been to a psychologist, but only one time, and it was it wasn't because I wanted to like have therapy. It was because I wanted to know if I wanted to be a psychologist. So I went to my mom's psychologist and see it like sat in or like had a meeting with the dude and he was just basically telling me what the job was like. But if you were to go to a psychiatrist and have a long hour long maybe consult, like what do you think they would so I think that they would probably diagnose me with some kind of anxiety disorder because I like I said, like like similar to you, like I just think too much, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's clinical or pathological. I just think that if I were to go to a psychiatrist and they were to hear me talk, they would be like, oh, you have generalized anxiety disorder or whatever. And they would prescribe me some medicine. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think I do have anxiety, but I think that's, that's something that I would like to fix myself rather than have somebody else fix that for me. So I don't, mm-hmm. uh, personally, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to rely on somebody else to, to try to fix that for me. And if I do have anxiety, which I, I, I probably do have to a degree, I, I, I think that through my life and through the, the things that, I do in my life I I would I would like to fix that m- myself and on my on my own degree rather than have I know but the, so the question is though like I I also agree with you because I think like I also don't really know if my anxiety level is equal to somebody who is actually has some kind of mental chemical imbalance so I don't know if like my level of anxiety is. But I also that. disagree with that, and I I I I disagree with the fact of normalization and um. Not everybody first. N- are you here? Here first. <laughs> Elliot's against normal people. So if you're normal, no, you can uh, fuck uh, right off. <laughs> so it, yeah, you got to listen to me right now because Elliot is speaking the fucking truth. If you're normal, don't even bother listening. You know what? <laughs> Fuck right off. Okay, sorry. No, Explain I, yourself. I don't know. I have a I have an issue with prescribing prescribing things to to make people quote unquote normal. Mm-hmm. Like I I I I think that's a terrible thing, and I think that. But so okay, let me give you a opposing viewpoint. Viewpoint. My aunt is. She's had like many struggles with like mental health through her life so she originally like when she graduated university she was she had oh sorry when she graduated high school she like had a nervous breakdown and had to be like medicated all that and she then had another nervous breakdown after she was divorced so like what i think I agree with you. I think there is a certain threshold that a human can work their way out of. But seeing how, like, her mind was broken. Her mind is broken, dude. Right, and I don't... Like, her mind was fucking broken. Like, she, like... 
the I mean her her memory was bad. Like she just couldn't. I, yeah, and everything. Formulate I, reality. I think everything's subjective. Like I, if if you need to seek the help of of somebody else, then yeah, you like, need to seek like the help of a, of, right? a, of a professional. Yeah, like you you should do it. But yeah. I personally, like I. I, I I yeah I don't I don't maybe I don't feel like I'm completely normal but I the I the help I do s- would seek would would be Dude, from I, from myself I 100% I'm in alignment with you because I I think that like relying on like a pharmaceutical or relying on like well especially relying on a pharmaceutical to make you quote like you said quote unquote normal like i wouldn't i wouldn't like that feeling you know right. like i yeah i'm a very much a believer in that you can control a lot of that with exercise and and mindset and environment and and community and I, I but there is also like from seeing my aunt like descend and bro yeah no, seeing no. like um I mean, Agreed. I haven't Agreed. talked There's to him in a long time, too. but seeing Solomon, like, decline, right? And then, uh, yeah, I need to talk to that guy. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but... I agree that I agree. There's, There's levels. levels to it, but I, I I also think that I've I've seen people in, in high school and in other places that would have had a, a solution to their problems that were outside of a prescribed drug that yeah. a doctor gives them. Yeah. I think it's it's a fucked up thing to see somebody who need like who doesn't need a medicine that is on it. Right? Like yeah. from my childhood or high school experience, so many kids were on A either Adderall or B Xanax or some kind of anti anxiety. And that fucked them. And up, where dude. are they? On, uh, I, and where are yeah, they? Yeah, where are, are they now? now? Where are they now? Like, uh, not a very good place. Every single person I've known in high school that has taken drugs for anxiety or anything related, like pres- like prescribed prescription drugs, has been into the into that into that hole of drugs and, mm-hmm. and do you know not you could, really like, finding your own happiness and relying on this yeah. substance for being are there normal. a lot of people that you like i know like now i don't know anybody that has had a, like that has a problem currently with drugs but i have new people through my high school experience that were like struggling with it and but right now i don't know anybody that's like fucked their life up because of it no but, i yeah. don't no i don't currently i don't i don't know people that take that which i think also says something about uh, being being successful and making making things for yourself with your own with your own head rather than relying on a substance to to make that for you but in high school i think i i knew i don't know maybe like two or three people that I was relatively close with that took ADHD medicine on a regular basis and I uh, do you think they needed no, it like uh, but that's that's 
No, I don't think you. I don't okay. think anybody. Here's, needs a, here's that. another I big question that I, I didn't. I didn't I write down, but it's a big question. Do you think that ADHD exists? No, I I I think that the the ADHD is a something that tries. Well, but no, I don't have I don't have ADHD, so maybe I can't say. But for the the education system that we currently have, like I don't. I don't think that people, I don't think that you should try to force somebody to learn something in a certain way. And Mm -hmm. I think that people have a mind that is scattered and is all over the place. Yet I think, I I don't think that mind is any less productive than a mind that can, can focus on Mm -hmm. a classroom for three hours straight. Yeah. I, I think that's a very well, like you put that very well. Like I think we have entered this strange like place where society with like public education has sort of deemed this level of like normalcy, right? Like if you can pay attention in class, if you can be a good student, like you're a right. model and, citizen. And so the, the thing that really makes me speak about that is that, that some of my, the, favorite people I've ever met some of the best personalities I've ever met some of the the smartest most um like reactive people I've ever met have been people that have been diagnosed with ADHD like very severely and that no like fuck no I can't sit in a classroom for three hours straight like I'd rather be outside I'd rather be touching things I'd rather be like Mm -hmm. interacting with these things in a way that draws my attention and i and 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 even that i think that people with adhd like well no i can't really say for myself because i don't have adhd i guess but i you've never been diagnosed with it i i think that everybody learns in a different way and that like okay let me put it this way if i had to diagnose you if i was your psychiatrist and I came to you and I had a one hour long consult and your mum was like, uh, Elliot, you know, he's having a tough time in school. He's smoking a lot of that reefer and I just want you to have a go, go out with him. I want you to have a time with him. I would diagnose you with, I would diagnose you with maybe. Okay, I'm going to give you my diagnosis and then yeah. Caleb can hop on just because I think a good uh, double consult would be good. I prob- I would diagnose you with ADHD because only because you, to me, are a tad scatterbrained and maybe like in school I could imagine you just not really fucking caring what they were talking about and getting interested in something else and also seeing you planting where it was just like totally physical and totally flow state inducing because i've seen that in uh, other people who are diagnosed with adhd quote unquote they get obsessed with something and they're just so immersed by it so that's my diagnosis elliot i mean caleb if you had to diagnose Elliot with one disorder, <laughs> what would it be? I mean, 
I don't really think I have enough experience to speak on that. I think I but make it up. I think I agree with you, what you said, Sam. <laughs> I th- but I think that I don't know. I think that yeah. I think that obsession with one thing definitely fits fits the picture for for a doctor here. It's just like <laughs> I know a lot of things might not interest you in school or whatever. But I think that if something does, you like find it very intriguing. Like I know you always feel like find you want to tell people about things that you find really interesting and i don't like that's all i could say because i don't really know like what how to associate that to i don't that's the problem with i think there's a problem with like trying to diagnose or like assign it to a specific disorder i think that's part of the problem i don't think that's something you should be trying to do i feel like that's just everyone's on the spectrum of something right and everyone has their own way of thinking about things and so i think that you have to be able to appreciate a certain way of thinking about things and understand how we could use it that use that knowledge or use that way of thinking to like and you know inform that person better use that person to help better our species you know oh yeah yeah i i would amen to that i would respond in in the same way that i i i think that the normalization of of people is something that it's like has become so ingrained in society that you you need to be normal and you need to think this way and do this thing yet i don't like yeah if you were to diagnose me with ADHD, what's weird is like, like if you think about what normal has is or what it's defined as when that's not just <coughs> But uh, yeah, like no- normal is just like what people have been doing, what we've, what society has deemed like productive or whatever. Like normal is a, it's a construct, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We've been down this road, um, Elliot. If you had to pick one substance that you could use for the rest of your life and abandon all others. What would it be? Yeah, you really thought about these questions. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I already know the answer, but I don't know, man. I I think everything is for a different situation. Like I was saying, but you had, like, if you had to pick one, so like divine intervention to, said, if you uh, use man, all, I'm in my, I'm in, I'm 22. Like fuck, like I, I know, but say I, an angel comes down and is like, listen, I've looked at all of your timelines and listen, if you use X substance or if you only use X substance, you live until you're 105. If no, you don't no, use I, I, other, any other substance, then you live until no, you're I think my, f- 80, my, my favorite 75. substance is MDMA. Yep, like I, I got to guess for, that. <laughs> for having a good time, my favorite substance is MDMA. But if I wanted to have a substance for the rest of my life, it would be it would be mushrooms, and it mm. would be uh, a more spiritual, yeah, yeah. A more spiritual journey that like, not not just like, not just partying. Where at this point in my life, like I I love the M- MDMA mm-hmm. and I love partying and dancing and all that, but. I I would still look more towards mushrooms, especially like handpicked mushrooms for something that I I would look towards 
for the rest of my life. Like I, it makes a more profound impact than MDMA does. Right on. I think my headspace. If I had to, like, if I answered that for Elliot, it would be MDMA. But then, I think that's a very that's a much better answer because, (laughs) like you said, it has that like, yeah, that lasting impact. Yeah. Like MDMA is a spiritual experience to an extent, but also, yeah, mushrooms are. It's unparalleled. Yeah, it's if I'm if if I'm if I'm looking for something, or if I uh, it, even if I just want to like try to. I mean, I I I don't do psychedelics that often, but if I if I was to want to like clear my head and Reset. try to try to go in my own direction, I would choose mushrooms over mm-hmm. MDMA for any sure. day. Yeah. In this, but I I have like a I I do have like a real connection of like the mushrooms that I pick. Like mm-hmm. I, it it's it's pretty crazy. Like picking picking a mushroom out of the earth and taking, taking that it. and then having that alter your mind. It 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 gives you like a real like appreciation for like where you are and the planet you live on and the chemicals that 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 planet like excretes and that's like one of the most it, it it's it's confusing. really it, it, it's really like quite a i for me at least it, it's quite a bit more profound than going to a drug dealer and buying mushrooms mm-hmm. and enjoying a experience i i think like picking it what's what's so weird to think about is like in order to have the like spiritual experience that mushrooms gives you we like have had to co-evolve with the psilocybin like this like right. weird molecule that's that that just like that just it just trips me out that it like has this weird like it's like a key in a lock you know like it, when when you take the mushrooms it like it just fits and then you're there and you just feel like in that mushroom mode you feel like you've been there forever and you feel like it's like home and then it just like teaches you all these like deep truths yeah i just think that's so fucking weird that you can get that through like something that comes from the earth straight from the earth yeah that is what keeps my like that is what like anchors my like spiritual experience is like the universe is somehow manifesting itself through these mushrooms through us and then through our like combination it's like the it's the weirdest thing it's the fucking weirdest thing but everybody if you haven't done mushrooms you should do them (laughs) (laughs) i also find that like you 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 only find that true experience if if you're looking for it so mm. like if if you're just drunk and yeah. want to take mushrooms to get fucked up you don't you don't truly find that that experience that you you, you might get if yeah. if you were seeking it but totally the power of the power of mushrooms to seek that experience is something that uh you acid or mdma or anything i don't i don't really think has that Mm -hmm. 
that, that mushrooms aspect. can can give you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good answer, Elliot. Why do we lie? Why do we lie? I've always been a bad liar. best not to lie it's definitely best not to because you can work yourself into some such and for everything yeah i guess the more i think about it for everything like even with yourself like what you want to do where you want to be yeah where you want to go everything like i think everything becomes more practical if if you're not lying to yourself and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can't really. I'm I'm a terrible liar, so I, I I can't really answer that question too well. So that's a good answer, my, man. My like I think yeah. I think that thinking about the prospect of lying to yourself is a weird thing, right? You're like, what? Like I'm I'm me. How could I lie to me? But it's like you you lie to yourself in the way that you convince yourself of things that aren't actually real. Right, like you, right. you convince yourself that X such and such happened, or such and such liked me, or such and such happened, and in that way, it's like very, uh, it's weird because it's literally like shaping your re- reality, you know. Yeah. But you can, you can trick yourself to a degree where it's like you're not even in. You're not even living in reality anymore. You're, you're like, so I, I, I agree with you. I think you lie, I lie to cover up like lack of self-confidence or shame or uh, just like posturing just to like sound cool. It, it all comes from like ego, I guess. I think the lie is like, and you also lie because you want to protect people, right? Like if your girlfriend is like, do I look fat in this? <laughs> you're like, you're not going to say, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, you look fucking huge. Like you're going to be like, oh, you look fucking beautiful, right? Yeah. So there's degradations to a lie. Yeah. But the yeah. lie itself is coming from either a self-protective place or an other protective place. Yeah. Which, yeah. And I think I, yeah, you, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think the, the, the route to, to what you want to do does, doesn't come with lying and lying just will swerve you further from yeah. the actual picture at, at, at yeah. Stake or at what you want to do. And yeah, right. It's almost like the fucking. I've thought about this. <laughs> like, a, yeah, it's I, almost like I, the universe has like. It's like pushing you towards truth. It's like when you stray from truth is when like your life gets more confusing and fucked up. Yeah, and but I think there's like a. I think there. I think a, I just a lie versus a dream. I think is is is. 
something like it. Is uh, well, it? Oh, but, but that's a different. Is uh, a dream a lie? A, uh, no, I don't think a dream is I don't a lie. A but I, I think a, a dream is something that you might not necessarily know that it's, it's going to come true or not. So therefore, yeah. maybe it's not the truth. Maybe it's not a lie. But it's somewhere in between. You don't. You don't know if it's going to come true. So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't call it a lie. But I, I do think it's in. No, I wouldn't call but it a lie. It's unrelated. It's yeah, unrelated. I wouldn't call yeah. it a lie because you, like, in the middle of a dream, you're convinced that that dream is reality. Right. You have no suspicion. Like, suspicion? <laughs> you have no suspect at all. Like, you are fully engulfed in whatever is happening. Oh, yeah, my friend once is, like, eight feet tall. And he wants to sell me a bunch of shower curtains. Okay. <laughs> like you just you just accept whatever is going on, you know. Right. Okay. Uh, Elliot, who was the last person you felt like punching in the face? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one too. Um. Uh, no, I think I already explained to you. Yeah. The last one, but I won't say it. Um, but no, <laughs> I, I've never been a very like um, violent, aggressive, violent person. I I do remember one time I got in kind of like a, a fight at a frat party once uh, about a guy approaching me about an ex girlfriend, like completely out of his. Uh, right to to approach me about and um, no I, I yeah and I'd, I'd never I've never really gotten in a fight I've never gotten a fist fight never gotten like a a physical altercation besides that when a guy approached me and Damn. I was like are, are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> is that what you have to say to me and just shoved him like the fuck out and knew that I had a whole frat back me up because I'd rush for a frat at a time. Um, I think there's, like, I've, I, I talked with this about Case, like, a long time ago. Like, the value of getting... We talked about the value of getting punched in the face. I've never gotten bare-knuckle punched in the face. It was always, like, punched in the face in the name of boxing or kickboxing sparring. Mm-hmm. But it will... Dude, it, it ignites something in you. Like when you get hit, I believe it. Yeah. as soon as you get hit, you get this like weird surge of adrenaline. Even even if it has gloves, it has gloves. Even if someone who hits you has gloves, <laughs> uh, it, it like uh, that feeling makes you feel so like enraged and panicked. That that's why I think fighting is one of the craziest things because you have to control that impulse like because you you get punched and you can't just fucking like flail your arms and go crazy like you have to stay composed and you have to plan and you have to like look for openings right i i think that that skill is like some of the most it's like the rawest form of mindfulness that there is (laughs) you're like i'm getting smacked in the face and then you just What's weird though is like your brain is kind. Of, 
like I didn't do it for very long. I only I've spored uh, spored <laughs> I've spored maybe like three times, four times. And what's strange is how quickly that your brain like knows what's happening, like adapts and it's like combat. You know, like you realize like oh shit, like you have some weird you have and some weird yeah, shit yeah. that's ingrained in there. And I guess I if if anybody was to ever if if I was to have uh, like a physical altercation with somebody like I I I yeah I guess I would I would just take them to the ground in a wrestling match more than a, a fist fight like I I feel yeah. and yeah uh, for the history of whatever's happened with me and I've never gotten in a fist fight but for any type of altercation I've had it's always yeah I would feel much more confident pushing somebody and taking them to the ground than having a fist fight with mm-hmm. them I think that's that's always the idea de-escalate yeah okay uh, uh, excuse me are we alone in the universe? Whatever your answer, if we were alone, what would that mean? So let's go first part of that first. Um, no, I don't think we're alone in the universe. I, I don't think it's good to, to think that somebody else is going to save us from our own universe, but I don't, I don't think that we're we're alone i think that why uh i there's i i i think that there's infinite possibilities of what's out there and what what the possibilities are like i yeah i i think there's a pretty good chance and even you see it like i even what on mars i think there's possibility of water having been there millions of years ago you've been there no no, no. (laughs) water having been there millions of years ago based on the the cracks that are left on mars surface from how water evaporates and crystallizes okay so if we were alone by the off chance right like, I, I agree with you i think if the we were if, is so big that it has to be we're not alone right but if, if because like if you were really scientific right think about this Emily. if we were alone if I you think... were really scientific you would only go on present data and for all present data there's no evidence that we have been contacted or, or if we were alone i would say watch um david attenborough's um uh, documentary documentary our planet life on our planet planet. and i think it's really cool the concept of of the human population in our world or uh, yeah just our population realizing that this is what we have and the realization that Eventually, we're going to get to the point where the population just isn't going to grow anymore. We're, we're going to reach a point where our population levels out and reaches the carrying capacity. And 
at that point is the point where where we can choose the direction to go in our world and it, we can choose to integrate ourselves and become more of a uh, learn how to work with the planet the only planet that we know can support life or we can choose to just keep this expansional uh, digression of nature and the environment and and everything but i i i really like that there that there is the point where human population doesn't become a factor in in how how we shape our planet and so i currently human population is expanding and throughout our lifetime and our parents lifetime and their parents lifetime our human population has always been expanding and and that makes a big difference on on the impact we have on our planet yet soon we're going to reach the point where that impact is no longer relevant and the impact that we make on our planet is purely based on our own decisions and Mm -hmm. at that point we have like a really big decision to make on how we choose to to go about life and how we choose to go about how we're going to interact with the, with our planet because yeah at this point that's our planet is is the only one that we know that that can support life and i, I am sure that there's other planets out there but do you want to go find them uh, yeah, if you put me on a spaceship and yeah, uh, I would do it. I really? Do it. Yeah. I don't know if I would, mate. I'm I'm gonna be fucking like third gen Mars operation. I'm gonna see like the first people go up. I'm gonna see the second people go up, and then I'll be the third. Be like, okay, make yeah. it work. So you're not gonna die. Okay, mate. Well, I have to urinate. Um, you've given a lot of great feedback, and. It wasn't a total shit show. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll leave you there. Is there anything you want to say to the world? A final closing remark or anything? No. A word, a phrase. No. Uh, not really, man. Not really. Okay. Hang in there. Hang in there. Hang I think that's there. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here, folks, everyone. Yeah, I'm trying to hang in there. You heard it here first. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> right. Leaving.